0: 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 5.33. And Pearl Jam with Bax and Nagel and Rock
1: 102.
2: <laughs> Sold.
3: Who is that? Eddie Vedder.
2: Oh, yeah. He'd be yeah. a great
0: auctioneer, don't you think? He would be. Uh, man, what a show today. Scott Cohen will be talking about the Super Bowl coming up in two weeks between the Eagles and uh, the Chiefs.
3: Wait a minute. I thought we couldn't say the word Super Bowl.
0: We'll be talking about the big game on that Sunday. Yeah, there Which you is go. really big and large. Large. See that
3: fight yesterday on the field? I did. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, I like when they do that. My favorite part was when all the flags just go flying everywhere like it was a pinata that burst <laughs> on the field. As soon as that guy gets dragged down to the ground, the yellow flags just pop out like Remember those little party things where you pull the string on it and all the confetti comes out? Like a popper. Yeah, 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 that's exactly what it looked like. So we'll get to that and some other
0: stuff too. It's 534 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Bourbon, barbecue, and
3: blues on Saturday, February 4th at the Delaney House in Holyoke.
1: Wait for it.
3: Is sold out. But we're on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be, and I'll tell you here just in a second, uh, sunny today. High of 46 tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 34. It's 31 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, oh, we can just go into it? Just go into Oh, you're it. just
2: pushing the button. Nah, I'm
3: pretending to push a button. I see.
2: Somehow you... Still care about what's happening in Hollywood So from Tinseltown 3,000 miles away It's Steve Nagel's Hollywood trash
3: So uh you know Jay Leno Got his face burnt back last year The end of last year right? And then he was injured in a motorcycle accident Earlier this month he broke a collarbone Two ribs and both kneecaps But he says quote I'm okay I'm working this weekend Who is that? That's Jay Leno
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I can hear it now. Yeah. You know, if it were me, let's say I were in Jay Leno's shoes, and I'm not. But if I were, Mm -hmm. and I uh, found myself burning half my face off, I would probably not be riding motorcycles for a while. I would do everything I could to not do
3: dangerous stuff. Well, I mean, the motorcycle is one thing, but then the... the that, that was like a car repair or something that he was doing. Yes, I think somebody, uh, I think somebody told him, "Hey, can you check the gas cap? Oh, I can't see it. Can you hand me a light?" And then Jay hands him a, a match, a sparkler. Yeah, not a flashlight. Yeah, and his face gets burned off. I don't know. I wouldn't uh, if I had the money Jay Leno had. I wouldn't be doing anything. I'm very
0: anti-injury. Mm-hmm. It's always been my motto. So I try not to put myself in a position.
3: To go back to a hospital, you're you're not a risk taker. Is I'm what not. I got you. Uh, Kevin Costner is. Uh, if you're a Yellowstone fan, you can now stay in his real life ranch. Two things though: it's in Aspen, Colorado, not Montana, and it's thirty six thousand dollars per night. Here's what that kind of money gets you. You ready? Okay. 6,000 square feet of living space on 160 acres, 12 bedrooms, 8 bathrooms, 24-7 caretakers on site, a baseball field, a sledding hill, and three hot tubs. It's also just minutes from downtown Aspen.
0: You know, I suppose if you like to ski and you like a house with 8 bathrooms,
3: yeah, it's not that crazy of an idea. For $36,000 a night, I would like If I clog up the toilet, I want Kevin Costner to wear one of those, like, apron chef jackets to come up to the room with a plunger and take care of it. He should snake the bowl for you. Yes. And tell him, this is your punishment for having me sit through Waterworld back in the 90s. That movie sucked. It was a
0: lot to deal with. But you know what? If you clog a toilet, you still have seven others to go.
3: Yeah, but I I want Kevin Costner to take care of those. What if I really like that one bedroom I'm in, out of all twelve of them? Well, if
0: if I get a week there, I fully intend to use all eight toilets. You would
3: like you sleep in different, uh, you know? Oh, I would rock that place. I went one time. I had a hotel room by myself. It was like this. It was the only thing they had left. Yeah, and it was uh, two uh, like queen beds. And then, like, a sleeper sofa. It was one of those, like, uh, embassy suite things. Sure. I I slept each night I was there. I slept in each bed. See, whenever I'm... Yeah. uh, It was like my little Goldilocks moment.
0: Whenever I'm in a situation like that, I choose one bed and I stay there. No,
3: you got to test out the other beds. Always the one closer to
0: the door. In case I have to escape during an ambush. Oh. I want the one closest to the
3: bathroom. That's the one I want. Usually the same one. The, uh... AARP announced its Movies for Grownups Awards on Saturday. Are you ready? I'm ready. Best Picture, Top Gun Maverick. How about that? And then Best Actress, Michelle Yeoh for Everything uh, Everywhere All at Once. Best Actor, Brendan Fraser. Best Supporting Actress, Judith Ivy. Best Supporting Actor, Judd Hirsch. Wow. No kidding. Judd Hirsch won an award. The AARP Award. <laughs> they were... In all fairness,
0: they're giving every actor in his 90s an award.
3: Jeff Bridges uh, won Best TV Actor for The Old Man. Have you seen that yet? I have not. I would like to see that. Oh no, wait! I have hmm. seen that. Yeah, no, he he kicks
0: ass in that show.
3: Yeah, I want to. I've been hearing really good things about yeah. it, but I've never, uh, I haven't seen it. Yet. I saw that early last year. You know what? I started watching The Last of Us. Do I know that one? It's like, it was like a video game that they turned into a TV show. It's on HBO. Yeah,
1: and I don't know if we uh, saw that one.
3: it's like 20 years after the end of modern civilization, and like the the last humans that are here on Earth. There you go, uh, taking care. Of. It's actually uh, pretty good. Yo, know we saw uh, over the weekend, which actually was
0: pretty funny and really awkward. What's that? Uh you people. With uh, oh, yeah. Jonah remember- Hill and uh, Eddie Murphy? I heard that was
3: pretty good, too. <laughs> very awkward. But yes, very, very good. Very awkward? Yeah. Is it about race? Is that it's what it's totally, about? It,
0: it's totally about race
3: and how we react
0: to other cultures yeah. without trying to offend anybody, only to find ourselves making it worse oh. by accident.
3: Very, oh. It's a very subtle approach to it, but it's a, pretty good. All right. Well, I'm, I'm in. Uh, ABC handed pink slips to fornicating Good Morning America co-host Amy Robach and TJ Holmes. A statement from the network says, quote, We've all agreed it's best for everyone. They move on from ABC News. Amy and TJ were photographed acting like a couple in November, despite both of them being married to other people. They were taken off the air on December 5th. Doesn't look like they're too worried about it. Pictures surfaced over the weekend of Amy and uh, all over TJ like a spider monkey. You know, uh, they're in love. They're in love. What are you going to do? You know, it was funny, though, because there was this, like, article that had been, like, retweeted from years ago from her. Mm -hmm. It was, like, a report that she did about where people are having affairs in hotels. Well, she would know. Yes, but that's what I'm saying, how ironic that is from a story from years ago that she did. (laughs) She's like, oh, I'll just take some of that advice and uh, find some of these places to cheat on my own. I've learned so much from doing the story. Uh, I might as well put it into action. That's true. And uh, Kim Kardashian helped Oprah celebrate her 69th birthday. Really? Mm-hmm. She must have had something to say. Oh, my God. The last time I celebrated a 69th was when Ray J ying-yang banged with his motor wang in that sex tape you can purchase on UPorn for $39.95. <laughs> and, uh, Caitlin? You ever have a ying-yang bang? I have not. I have whenever, not. Whenever you uh got that down and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once uh, created the delicious rectoplasm she was so <laughs> fond of you ever have rectoplasm? No. No, I have not. I stuffed the one-eyed milkman into the dirt road very far. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I made her watch the Da Vinci... I can't even get it out of my mouth. Da Vinci Code? The Da Vinci Load. (laughs) Twice. In one night. That's a long time you gotta (laughs) wait for that second one to come around. Yeah, you do. That's your, tra- that. <laughs> That's your Hollywood trash. It was Tom Yank starting that. That's your Hollywood trash of Rock 102. hi
1: Tin Bridge
2: And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Winter Storm Headquarters. Before and after the storm. Hey,
0: good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, there you have it. It's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, just as I predicted, but it'll be one hell of a game coming up February 12th at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. Exciting stuff, huh? Sure, I suppose. Now, one might ask, why should I, a dude from Springfield, Massachusetts, care about a game that's going to be 2,600 miles away and is being played by two teams that I don't care about? Those are fair questions, and if this was any other time in our rich history, I might be asking those same questions. Instead, I have chosen to remind you that as of 10 a.m. tomorrow morning, sports gambling will be fully operational in the state of Massachusetts. Now, you may not care about the Super Bowl now, but you'll care when you got money riding on it without the old-fashioned threats of having your kneecaps broken by a guy in a tracksuit and a tire iron. Those days are so 2022. Instead, you'll be able to march into your local casino, drop down a big fat stack of cash, and place it all on Philadelphia to cover the spread. Or perhaps you'll choose some other money-sucking option. Lord knows there's plenty to choose from, and it all begins tomorrow. Now, I should warn you that while your chances of winning are pretty good, your chances of losing your shirt are even better. And while everyone likes to make things like the Super Bowl a little more interesting, it's only interesting if you're winning. It's not as interesting if you're blasting your life savings out of the window because you suddenly got a hunch that Lady Luck is somehow smiling in your direction when she probably is not. Am I saying don't gamble? Absolutely not. I'm just saying don't be a jerk about it because at the end of the day, Kenny Rogers was right. You gotta know when to hold him know when to fold them and know when not to, to jam your retirement funds into a sports gambling kiosk but hey enough of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's ace hardware where are you going to go with all that stuff cluttering up your kitchen counter clogging up the garage you want to go to Rocky's. get shelving and storage bins they're on sale now it's a new year and the theme is decluttering for 2023 with your neighborhood Rocky's ace hardware i'm back so that's my view from the couch Rock 102, Springfield's classic Classic. rock. The Bax and Nagel and Rock 102.
3: Going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 46 tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 34. It's 31 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: So get a load of this. Are we talking to Scott Cohen after 7 o'clock? Yeah. I know. But after uh, 8 o'clock, are we talking to uh, Rich Williams, the guitar player from Kansas? Oh, really? Not the state of Kansas. Well, he is from the state of Kansas, but from the band... Kansas, yeah. they uh, they got a brand new uh, tour, their 50th anniversary tour going yeah. on, and it's coming through Worcester at the Hanover Theater on October 12th. So we'll talk more about that with uh, Rich Williams after 8 o'clock. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yes, it is.
3: Uh, well, I, I was going to talk about uh, my uh, weekend, but I, I just stumbled across this story about casting director recalls sexy romps with Rock Hudson and Robert Reed no kidding yeah mm. and uh casting director joel thurm allegedly had sexual encounters with hollywood icons rock hudson and robert reed in his recently released memoir sex drug drugs and pilot season confessions of a casting director Therm explains that he attended an industry party in the 70s where most of the attendees were gay hudson and uh was allegedly gracious about their failed encounter Corbus uh, uh, They had uh, gathered to watch one of the first full-length, big-budget gay porn flicks called *Boys in the Sand*. In attendance was Hudson, one of his childhood crushes. Mm. This guy goes on to explain how uh, they had this big romp at this party. Yeah, I never, uh, I never saw that episode of *The Brady Bunch*.
0: No, no, that was no, that was not uh, that was never discussed in the uh, in the show.
3: Rock Hudson came over for a visit. I don't remember that celebrity appearance. I just
0: remember Davy Jones.
3: Yeah, it wasn't uh, wasn't uh, you know Marsha her yeah. her diary got mm-hmm. take. Remember Cindy had the the diary uh, donate to the, the 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 women's charity auction. Yes, and then Marsha said she'd never speak to her again. And then yes. Marsha had written down that her her crush was Desi Arnaz Jr. and you uh, and in, in the same in the alternate episode, Robert Reed, Mister Brady. Yeah. His diary gets stolen. He said he had a thing for Rock Hudson, and Rock Hudson uh, shows up on the show, and then See, they I, move into the attic together.
0: I don't remember. I don't remember that. <laughs> I remember uh, Greg moving up to the attic and removing the doors and replacing it with beads. Now
3: that's yeah, yeah.
0: That's very seventies. I don't remember Rock Hudson being a part of the show. I don't even remember Desi Arnaz Jr. being uh, much of a discussion. But you know what, Desi Arnaz Jr. Was a damn fine-looking man. You didn't remember that episode? Mm, no.
3: You remember the Davy Jones one where she well, was that pres- one I president do. of the uh, Davy Jones fan club.
0: Well, that one I do. I was a big mm-hmm. fan of the monkeys like everybody else.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and I also, to be fair, and my parents wouldn't allow me to do this, remove the door from my bedroom and replace it with beads. Yeah.
3: I think we should get this guy on the show, Joel Thurm. Let's well, see why not. Talk about the all the sex he had with Rock you know, Hudson.
0: I'm trying to remember, uh, because you'll have to excuse me if my memory's a little bit uh, obscured. But there was a show that I saw where Rock Hudson was as uh, was portrayed uh, in his young career, Mm -hmm. and unfortunately, because he was such a damn fine looking man, he really was kind of a victim of this casting couch mentality Mm -hmm. in Hollywood. And you know, in order to get parts and speaking roles, he. Yeah, you know, he
3: had to do what he had to do. And then uh, you know, uh, what are you going to do? So he didn't mind getting caught, uh locked in the meat locker, Sam's meat locker with Mike Brady. That like, a- again, that was <laughs> Peter Brady and <laughs> it's, Sam it's, the Butcher. Right. Big
0: difference. Okay. Okay. Cuz Sam, you know as you know, used to like you know, delivering the pork loin uh, to Alice. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That was you know, and really what happens, you know, in their personal lives was none of my business. It wasn't even part of the show. What's that, Sam?
3: hundred percent Angus, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, it, Anyhow. I was yeah, just it's a, a, no, th- it's an interesting uh, take.
0: Distracted by that story. No, it's very interesting.
3: Uh I got these new glasses I got over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I gave you
0: two weeks before you knock off one of those, uh, one of the, one of when you, before you break them, because I don't think you've had a pair of glasses that you did not no, break. No,
3: I break every single one of them, and I don't know why. Maybe because I'm just careless with them.
0: Maybe but. what you need is like one of those uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar sports well, goggles.
3: Well, here's the here's the thing: I haven't taken these off since I put them on on Saturday morning. <laughs> You slept
0: with them. I slept with them all. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: I can see my dreams. I can see my dreams even clearer, which is even which is (laughs) unbelievable. Yeah, but uh, they're progressives. Oh yes. So like, eh, I don't. I like them because I can read, and then I can also see far away. Mm -hmm. I I can read near,
0: and I can see far away. We need like little footsteps.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. But it is, it's kind of weird because you're like looking down and it's very magnified. And then you have to look up and then it takes like a second for your eyes to adjust back to what you're looking at.
0: I had progressive lenses for a while on a pair of glasses and it gave me wicked headaches. Really? Yeah, I just, I don't know why. I just mean, my eyes are too uh, sensitive or locked in or I don't even know. It just, I, I was having terrible headaches trying to
3: adjust. To the motion of you know looking down, looking up, and I couldn't do it. Oh, see, I I can I can manage that the looking down, looking up thing. It takes a second for each one to adjust every time I do that. Yeah. How many fingers am I holding up? Two. Okay, just yeah. checking. Yeah, two middle ones. Thank you. Just want to make sure you're seeing no, clearly. No, I, I can see clearly. But I was uh, I was told not to say bad things about uh, BJ's optical.
2: Get yeah, don't do that. Now,
3: now don't say anything bad about us on the radio. And I said, uh, what? Other than the fact that I just uh, overpaid for these uh, frames? No, I'm just kidding. They were actually a lot cheaper than they were. But uh, my girl Gina down there. She oh, I know me. Gina. Yeah, she helped me. She hooked me up with uh, helping me pick out the, the right frames and all that stuff. It's a, it,
0: it, it's a smart looking frame. But you got to not put them in your pocket when you're done with them.
3: Yeah, I know. I can't. Uh, I don't even know how I saw. My girlfriend said, I don't know how you saw out of the old ones because they were broken, but they were all like. <laughs> It was like a, like a gunk like oh, built yeah. up on there, and every time I cleaned it, I would scratch the lenses, and then it would just get in there more. Right, like a like a fogged up headlamp. Gotcha. Yeah. See, I wear I, see, I, I
0: I wear glasses when I'm at home, like mm-hmm. at night, but I can't see Jack with them. I mean, I can't read with them on. Yeah. So I'll take them off if I need to read, or if I'm playing with my phone, which is all the time. So. I, I probably don't wear my glasses more than like a half hour a day.
3: You're doing the old man removal. Yeah, I do. Oh, let me just see that.
0: Yeah, see, that's yeah. exactly it. Or I'll put the glasses. I found myself sometimes putting my glass glasses on top of my head, mm-hmm. and then forgetting where I put my glasses. Oh man, I getting, hate that. You're getting that old. I am getting to the, to be that old. Well, yeah, I look at you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck with the progressives. I hope they work.
3: Yeah, I actually uh, I look very intelligent with these on. And Gina set you up. Yeah, Gina set me up. Good. To, uh, to get everything. And then they had this, uh, we, we, we noticed while we were standing there, they have a desk for the supervisor that's right at the front of the store there at BJ's. Yeah. And uh, it says, it's, it's a desk that says supervisor right across the front. And then there's a little sign up above it that says supervisor's desk.
0: Wow, that's a uh, that's, well, uh, that's, that's quite
3: co- quite the supervisor who wants to everybody to know. I am the supervisor, and this is my desk. And yet, <laughs> there's no one standing behind it because <laughs> they can't find their desk. Yeah, well, maybe they can't find a supervisor. I don't know. <laughs>
0: 6.23 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. But Terra Dodge, Chrysler G. It's 6.25 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
3: It's uh, going to be uh, sunny today with a high of 46. Uh, tomorrow, sunny and a high of 34. Right now, it's 31 in downtown Springfield.
0: Uh, coming up, we got Scott Cohen. We'll talk about the uh, Super Bowl, maybe about the Bruins, maybe about the Celtics, a couple other things. That's coming up also after 8 o'clock. Rich Williams, a guitar player from the band Kansas Will be joining us. He's gonna be coming through the area later on this year, and there's a brand new uh box set out. A lot of things going on with the band uh, Kansas, and that's coming up after eight. All right.
3: Okay. Do you want to laugh? I do.
2: It's Baxon Nagel's joke of the day. Tell me. Tell me what's fun. On Rock 102. Laugh it up, Fuzzball. Springfield's classic rock.
3: All right. This one uh this one's about Mayor Dom. No kidding. Mayor Dom. Had a nightmare.
1: He
2: did.
3: Yeah. You know what the nightmare did? No. Ran into its mom's room crying. That's what it did. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't laugh. By the way, you don't have. You to. all laugh. <laughs> I just point at you, and that's how. And you that's laugh. how you laugh. And then uh, it takes me a second to find this button that I'm <laughs> supposed to push here. <laughs>
2: Backs and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock.
4: Here's your Western Mass news for
0: 629. With Backs and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news. Here's local radio
3: icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Backs. A man accused of shooting and killing a bystander and sending panicked mall shoppers running for safety will be arraigned on multiple charges today. The suspect was arrested by police Saturday night shortly after officers responded to reports of shots fired inside the Holyoke Mall. Uh, The suspect has been held in jail since being arrested and is expected to be arraigned in Holyoke District Court today. The DA's office has not released the name of the victim or the accused shooter. Police have also not released the arrest log, which would include the identity of the suspect and the charges he faces. Uh, The incident, which resulted in a fatality, occurred between two known parties. The victim was an innocent bystander to a confrontation between two other people. There is no ongoing public safety threat as it relates to this incident. That's according to the DA's office. Mayor Josh Garcia confirmed police had responded to the mall for reports of a shooting about an hour after the crime took place. He agreed that there was no additional threat to the public. At this time, the shooter is in custody. The area is secure. The mall was closed after the shooting, which took place just before 7 p.m. It was reopened on the regular schedule of 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Sunday.
0: Well, that's good, I guess. Um, You know, if you're in if you were in the mall on Saturday mm-hmm. uh, at any point, like around the time this happened. Yeah.
3: That's scary stuff. It is scary stuff. I saw some, uh, I saw multiple people writing on Facebook that there was this active shooter at the mall, and one guy was stuck in the old Navy storage room.
0: Listen, I've been stuck in Old Navy too. It ain't It ain't no great shakes.
3: Uh, I, if I was walking into the mall... And didn't know what happened and was just walking in at the time right after that happened and saw a bunch of people running towards me, Mm -hmm. that would probably be the scariest scene. I mean, other than watching somebody get shot, but you know, as as a person who doesn't know what's going on. Well, most people
0: didn't. I mean, they just yeah,
3: most people didn't either. And you just hear active shooter or you hear that, but even if you didn't hear the word active shooter, you see people running towards you. You're gonna turn around yeah. and run out the door too.
0: Well, and you know, yeah. Again, our condolences to the family of the person who was uh, who was yeah. shot. You know, an innocent bystander being you know caught in the crosshairs of two idiots in a mall with a gun, or with a couple of guns, or whatever. You know, we'll find out more details uh, during the arraignment, I'm sure. But I mean, you know, you know, these things happen so often. You know, shootings in public, spree shootings. You know, whatever it may be, and every time it happens, you just go, "My God, can you?" You know, you try to put yourself in the shoes of someone who is there. Mm. I don't know if you can. I don't know if if you can. You can try to imagine what that must feel like, but I gotta believe it's uh, scary as hell. And I, and again, we don't know the full story on on this whole thing. It's just it's just a uh, tragic that someone. Innocently had to get killed because uh, you know, two idiots couldn't resolve differences somewhere else other than the mall or in a public place.
3: Yeah, the, the Orange Julius is not a place to settle your score.
0: There's no place in the mall to settle a score
3: like this. A uh, pilot was ejected from a plane uh, during a crash in Hartford Saturday afternoon. According to the Connecticut Airport Authority, a single-engine, four-passenger prop plane crashed shortly after takeoff at Hartford Brainerd's Airport's turf runway at about 3.30 p.m. on Saturday. The pilot was ejected from the plane during the crash, suffering some burns and a possible fracture, and the pilot was taken to the hospital. He was the only person on board at the time of the crash. The FAA and the NTSB will investigate The Department of Energy and Environmental Protection will follow up after that investigation has concluded. Hmm. Um, So I'm I'm on Twitter. I see on Twitter, I get a notification on Twitter Saturday from Channel 3 out of Hartford because I get all the news updates. And it shows plane crash in Hartford. And it shows a big, giant commercial airliner. It was a little like... You know, you shouldn't really be using that.
0: Well, see, I think what they're doing is, uh, in lieu of actual footage of the crash, they use file footage, and yeah, they say, well, "Well, this is what the airport looks like."
3: You telling me you don't have a file f- photo of a Cessna? That it just doesn't seem. It just seems like here, click on this because we we want you to come to us for the news source. It just it seemed a little out there that they were using a commercial airliner and, and most of the people commenting felt the same way too. It's like, this is wasn't a commercial airline. You made it sound like a like a Delta jet went down and like 300 people died.
0: Sometimes, I mean, I understand that TV is a visual medium. I get that. That makes sense to me. But if your visuals are not connected to a story that really illustrates what you're trying to say, then don't use that particular, don't use that particular one. It's like, you know. I, I, you know, I'm i not going to point fingers, but there have been times when I've seen stories about certain things where they used old file footage that was totally inappropriate for what they were trying to discuss. And it ain't just yeah. one of them. It's all of them. I mean, they, they, they're trying to jam as much video B-roll as they can possibly fit into a story. But I have no problem with someone sitting on the news set or in the newsroom telling a story and you don't have the video it's okay i can i can live with that if you right. have nothing to show
3: yeah but you shouldn't show things that don't re- represent the story there. that's exactly yeah. my point the uh, munson police department executed a search warrant at a suspect's address in munson after receiving information that methamphetamine was being distributed at a residence according to the munson police on january 25th suspected methamphetamine three firearms two of which had defaced serial numbers A replica firearm and multiple rounds of ammunition were seized in a residence in Munson after a several-week investigation. 38-year-old Lori B. Lincoln of Munson was arrested and charged with three counts of distribution, yada, yada, yada. And then uh, uh, Michael uh, Samick Jr. of Munson, uh, he was arrested as well and charged with a slew of charges. The Warren Police Department, Palmer Police Department, Ware Police Department, Mass State Police. So five people showed up. Or this drug bust.
0: Well, that's uh, it's just uh, them against
3: this woman, right? Uh, two guys, two guys. a, a girl and a guy, a girl, and a, two people. Yeah. All right, Lori and Michael. Uh, there no mugshots. As of no yet? mugshots. I don't know if uh, if Munson has that technology yet. <laughs> Photographs, right?
0: Does nobody in Munson have a cell phone? Uh... I mean, no, people I know in Munson have phones.
3: The uh, Munson uh, Fire Department was sent to uh, 12 Pinnacle Road on Saturday for a report of a possible house fire. According to the department, fire crews alerted the Westcom dispatch, which alerted off-duty crews to the fire. Assistant Chief Miller was able to put out most of the fire with an extinguisher, but then other fire crews found a smoldering uh, fire in the basement. The crews were able to expose and put out the fire in a short amount of time, and the uh, crews remained there for about 45 minutes more to put out the hot spots. There is some structural damage out of the home, and uh, there were no reports of injuries. But they're showing them in the basement, mm. like putting out the fire with a fire extinguisher. It's pretty neat. Unless I mean, it it's not, your house. Unless it's your house. Yeah, then it's not want, so neat. it's not so neat. Yeah, but it's always neat to see when, it, when it's, you know, men in motion. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're working hard. You like to see action shots. Yeah, look at you with that tool thing you got there in your hand.
0: The thing that looks like an ax on one side and a pick on the other.
3: Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. The Westfield police and fire department were sent to the New England Martial Arts Training Center for a report on Saturday that a car drove through the building. According, really? Yeah. According to the Westfield Police, at around 9:50 a.m., a a woman was dropping off her kid and accidentally hit the gas pedal instead of the brake pedal and drove in through the building. She's and she won a trophy <laughs> for participation. Well, oh, it just did this whole like Kool Aid Man type of type of martial arts uh, move. Right now, uh, was she dropping off her kid or picking the kid up? A woman was dropping off her kid, mm. and then she accidentally hit the gas instead of the brake. The New England Martial Arts Training Center said the car left a four-foot hole in the building.
0: You know, if I were a black belt and my hands were lethal weapons, mm-hmm. I might re- have to react in a certain way where I might just, like, karate chop the front of her car and, and show this woman a lesson. Yeah. You know? I mean, karate is a uh, is a defensive martial art.
3: but karate is here. Here. And
0: here. All right. Well, then explain to me why her car is right there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there were no injuries of the incident, and in the building the de- uh, department was there to assess the damage. The center was also closed on, uh, well, that would have been Sunday. Uh, but I don't know. It might be closed even more throughout the week.
0: No. I saw
3: this, you know, not to get off uh,
0: topic here too much, but I saw this video that's making its rounds on the Internet. Yeah. Uh, and I don't even know where this is, but uh, this is remarkable to me. It's two women sitting on a park bench, okay? Yeah. Uh, and uh, they're facing the parking lot, okay? Yeah. And uh, they're just sitting on the park bench. They're both having a cigarette, both smoking right there on the on the bench. Okay. As they're smoking, one of these uh, women, uh, you know, looks up, and she you see this look of fear in her face, and this car right mm-hmm. uh barrels into this woman at the knees okay Ooh. yeah it's terrible and uh you know she's yelling because obviously uh, you know it hurts a lot when your legs have been hit by a car and you're on a
3: bench but she never drops the cigarette yeah see sometimes uh, you can never tell the odds on something like that
0: it's like okay i'm in excruciating pain and you are uh, you are responsible for this, uh, Mr. Motorist or Miss Motorist or whatever it may be, but I'll be damned if I'm going to put out this cigarette <laughs> well, <laughs> while, while I could be potentially uh, bleeding out or losing the use of my limbs. Look at uh,
3: look at how much they cost. I wouldn't drop that either. <laughs> it's $11. It's like 11 or $12 a pack for a pack of cigarettes. Now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, let's see. uh, You got a calculator over there? Uh, Hold
0: on a second. Uh, Uh, Yes, I got a calculator.
3: There used to be one. Okay, so 20 divided by 12. 20 divided by
0: 12 is
3: 1.66 repeating cigarettes per pack. All right, so $1.66 per cigarette. Yes. That's $1.66. She's on her uh, eighth one today.
0: She looked like she might have been on a fixed income, too.
3: Well, uh, that's neither here nor there. But uh, she has the—that's a dollar sixty-six. Now I understand
0: the economics involved, but yeah. I'm just saying that if a car were smashing into my legs, yeah, while I'm sitting in a park bench, the first thing I would do would be to take the cigarette out of my mouth, maybe extinguish it on the, uh, on the, uh, on the, uh, uh, on the armrest, yeah. and then, uh, and then start yelling and screaming.
3: Oh, okay. Like, right.
0: yeah. excuse me, oh, bam, excuse me. <laughs> And I'm out, and now I can start yelling and concentrate on my anger.
3: Did she take a drag again off the cigarette?
0: Uh, no, but she's got the cigarette still in her fingers. Yeah. Oh. And she's like, you know, ow! Flick, flick. Yeah. <laughs>
3: it's like... Uh, well, it's a uh, muscle it's bizarre. memory. Muscle memory. No, I get it. Yeah. It just... It just even, it's, if, even if you're in uh, a, a weird situation like that, you still... You've, you've, you were trained to hold that cigarette out and flick it when you need to.
0: Even if I didn't extinguish it, I would have probably dropped it. Like, it would have fallen out of my hands because of the impact of a car barreling into my legs.
3: Speaking of cigarettes, it is dumb to smoke a cigarette while getting gas. It's even dumber to smoke a cigarette while you're stealing gas. And it's even next level to smoke while you're stealing gas for a stolen car. A 30-year-old man in Tacoma was arrested last Thursday for first-degree arson, second-degree arson in possession of a stolen vehicle. Earlier this month, he was allegedly trying to steal gas by siphoning it from another vehicle at a house while smoking a cigarette. The gas ignited, causing a huge fire and explosion. The victim's car was totaled, and the siding of their house was also damaged. The uh, man apparently wasn't hurt because he was able to get away. He had been driving a stolen truck, but it was out of gas, so he got away in another car that was driven by a female accomplice. Uh, the police had an image of the guy from the surveillance uh, air camera. Uh, with help from the public, they closed in on him. He was arrested in a stolen vehicle, a different one than the one that ran out of gas. Well, that's, well the one that ran out of gas isn't doing him any good? No, not at all. Uh, somebody just sent us an email about uh, our, where's your math?
0: Yeah, I'm seeing this too.
3: Uh, sixty-six times 20 is $30.45. So where'd you get that number? No, you said fifty-five cents each. It's fifty-five cents. You said a dollar fifty-five. I didn't say anything. Yes, you did. You said a dollar fifty-five. I okay,
0: dollar sixty-six. You said a dollar sixty-six. Twenty divided by twelve is one point six. That's what you told me to do.
2: I
3: didn't question you.
0: Because for a half a second, I thought you might have been smarter about math than me.
3: Well, how is that equal a uh, dollar sixty-six per cigarette then? am I supposed to? I don't know. How did you? How
0: did you do that? How did the calculator took, come took, up with that? I took twenty. Yeah, and I divided by twelve. And the,
3: uh, and why the am answer I not was one point six six repeating, huh? Why am I not understanding? I don't why know. This
0: works. You're the one who gave me. Listen, you gave twelve. me the quart. You gave me the numbers. I just did what you told me to do.
3: All right, hang on a second. Let's let's try to figure this out. Oh. Okay. Uh, 20. Wait a minute. Uh, let's say it's twelve dollars a pack, right? Okay, twelve yes. is the number. So you divide that by twenty. See, that's
0: different than saying 20 divided by 12. You're going to get a different answer. Well, you know, you're, you're, you're 12 divided by 20
3: equals 0. .6. Yeah, so does 12 divided by 20, which I just did was 0. .6. I don't know where you got 1.6. From the
0: calculator,
3: 20 divided you by 12 is 1.6. You must put 1. in a different How? number. You put in a different number.
0: I'm still looking at the numbers I put in here Steve the phones are ringing off the hook let's oh, answer these people right. rock 102 good morning who's yeah, this this Paul hey
4: guys you're gonna reverse those numbers
3: it's it's 20 it's 12 divided by 20 not 20 divided by 12 right it's 12
2: divided
3: by 20 yeah all right. okay there you go
0: all right well thank you very much.
3: Yes, 20 divided by 12 is 1.6. Yes, which is what should, you told me to do. It's not my fault. You should uh, You should know how to put a... Well, a, I panicked. Ma- what do you mean you panicked?
0: You're just throwing out numbers. I'm doing the math that you're telling me to do it, and I uh, gave you the number as it is. I'm thinking about other things that are going on over here. Whew.
3: Yeah, I want to know what part of this show that the Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of Fame said, you know what, yeah, you know what, that guy. we will put that guy up here.
0: Listen, the qualifications to be in the Massachusetts Broadcasters Hall of Fame have nothing to do with math yeah. other than longevity. Oh,
3: so now it's my vote. You asked him to divide by 20. You, had his, you asked him to divide 20 by 11. You're supposed to divide 11 by 20. Why didn't
0: you do that then? 11. You never even mentioned the number 11. I said 11 or $12. So I
3: grabbed 12. Right. Because you said 20 divided by 12. But this person is just pointing out that I should have divided the number 20 by by however much the price is versus however many cigarettes versus how much the price of the cigarettes cost. What in
0: God's name are we doing here?
3: I have no idea. None. Your Pioneer Valley forecast <laughs> you know, is going to be uh, sunny with a high of 46. I could be wrong about this, too. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 34. It may or may not be 29 it degrees may not in be. Down, uh, Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's, I guess, the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. GG Inks. Scream.
0: Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 652 and the Almond Brothers with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
3: Going to be sunny today uh, with a high of 47. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 34. It's 29 right now in downtown Springfield. If
0: you uh, missed us doing math on the show, you can always check out the daily podcast available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on rock102.com. Make sure you check out Baxi's musical podcast this week. Pretty cool interview with my guest uh, Victor DiLorenzo. From the violent femmes. Really cool interview. Very, very cool guy. He's involved in a lot of neat stuff. And you'll be able to check that out uh, all this week and forever, for that matter, on rock102.com.
3: Get the letter from the Hawkman that says, uh, Mr. Nagel, do you really think that we, the Rock 102 listener, even care about math or what the weather really is? Learn from backs and stop trying so hard. <laughs> All right, fine. I won't talk about math. Uh, I'll tell you uh I went to um, grab something to eat over at uh, the Great Awakenings Brewing Company in Westfield over the weekend. Where's that? It's in the mill. I I knew there was another one there and I had heard about it, but I had never been there before. It's in the old Mill Crane Mill Pond. I don't know. It's it's like in the mill building. Okay. It's on Route 202. It's off of Route 202 between Southwick and Westfield on that oh, side of it. Okay. Town. Uh man, I had a it was like a shepherd's pie. Yeah. It was their version of the shepherd's pie with like bacon and cheese and right. scallions and all that stuff on top of it. Man, that was a that was pretty damn good.
0: Really? Yeah. Shepherd's pie is not one of those things I would automatically uh, order.
3: I what listen, I I really didn't know what I wanted to eat. I didn't know if I was like in the mood for that. Mm-hmm. But then I saw it and I'm like, "You know what? I haven't had a good shepherd's pie in a while." Good for you. I I really do. That's like one of my favorite like uh comfort foods if you will. It's a shepherd's is, is pie. shepherd's pie. So uh, you know, if you have any hmm. recipes, send them my way. I'm always willing to try something new. Fair enough. But that's, that's good. But that stuff at that uh, brewery was pretty good.
0: I uh I did that thing at uh, MGM on Friday, the free music Friday.
3: Oh uh, yeah, I'm going to be doing some of those. And by the way, me and Pat have the rest of them since you didn't answer uh, uh anybody.
0: Oh, okay well, right. well that's that's fine mm. uh good room for a, for a show yeah. and uh and Southern e- uh, screaming eagle uh put a you know, a lot of bodies into that building you're gonna be there on Friday from seven to nine with uh Johnny sixgun so that'll be very cool that's the Aria ballroom at MGM this coming Friday from seven to nine with you and the rock 102 road crew
3: yeah it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be awesome. There you have it. I uh, I enjoy going out and seeing live music.
0: I made I uh, made my donation to MGM too, so their numbers would be
3: on track for next month. You know what I'm going to be doing? I know what you're going to be doing. The online thing, yeah. The online sports betting thing. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to be uh, parlaying and uh, and uh, well, spreading. You
0: know, if you need me to help uh, make some picks, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll be happy to give you my uh, my two cents.
3: All right, I'll take your two cents, but I'm not going to give you any money for it.
0: No, I get that. All right. No, I'm just I'm just trying to help you so that you know you're not going in there, uh, well, you know, un, you know,
3: misinformed. How well did you do on that uh, pro picks pool that we? had? Oh, I stopped counting after
0: I was losing to Pat Kelly by an extraordinary amount. So you don't know. I was doing okay. I was probably uh yeah. you know I wasn't going to win wasn't eligible and then Pat Kelly really was kind of clobbering me at one point so I
3: just uh, he kind of won the whole
0: yeah he won the staff uh, and there was you know and there was, I don't believe there was any banquet or or any uh trophy or a plaque to the uh, to the winner no I don't this think year. there was too yeah. bad yeah it's uh 656
2: Scott Cohen coming up in just a few minutes on Rock 102 and now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters, before and after the storm.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, folks, there you go. The Super Bowl is set. Looks like you're going to have the Philadelphia Eagles facing the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl 57 at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. And regardless of which way you were leading yesterday, whether it be with the 49ers or the Cincinnati Bengals, you have to admit, that at the end of the day, the better teams advanced and the other two did not. Now, having said all that, you might be wondering, what sort of Super Bowl predictions might I have for you this morning? Well, I'm glad you asked. And as you might already know, the Eagles are listed as two-point favorites. And yet, here's what I'm predicting for Super Bowl Sunday. I'm predicting that the Philadelphia Eagles and their insufferable legion of fans will be intolerable jerks regardless of the outcome. Mouthy, rude, obnoxious, you know, like New England sports fans, but much worse. I'm also making this bold prediction for the Super Bowl. I predict I'll be watching the game at home rather than dropping money that I don't have to buy tickets that I really don't want. According to StubHub, the cheapest pair of tickets to the Super Bowl seated next to each other will cost you $5,490 per ticket. And to be fair, the seats are terrible. Of course, if I wanted to purchase the best available tickets, which I don't, then StubHub will charge me $34,200 per ticket, not counting service fees, overcharges, handling, shipping, packaging, unpackaging, and parking fees. Now, you might find this hard to believe, but I don't have $34,000 to spend on a single ticket, nor do I have $5,400 for the cheap seats. What I do have is a couch at home that's fully paid for, sitting in a house that's in my name i should also point out that this house has a monthly mortgage payment that is more than three times less than the cost of a single ticket to the super bowl who's not going to the super bowl under any circumstances it's this guy right here and i think i'm going to be okay with that but hey enough of my yappin sports brought to you by rocky's ace hardware ah home sweet home Flutter, garbage, filth, grime. Get rid of it. Go to Rocky's. Cleaning supplies are on sale right now. Trash bags, trash cans, they're all on sale. Plus storage, totes, and shelving on sale as well. You'll clean up and clean up nice with Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the
2: calling. Are we reaching?
0: Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. Pink Floyd with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
3: It is uh, going to be sunny today with a high of 47. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 34. It's 29 right now in downtown Springfield.
2: It's 709! Here There he is.
3: What a delight to welcome him back. Now. A
0: Springfield Broadcasting S- Institution. yeah so
3: exciting to have Scott Cohen back in his video i Yeah. Huh?
4: You know, you're 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 really nice to me off the air.
3: No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. I tell you to get the hell out of here.
4: (laughs) How you guys doing? We're good. Happy Monday. You can't
3: reveal the secret. Well. All right,
4: go ahead. You're just a miserable. <laughs> you, you're just a miserable bastard. No,
3: not really. Listen, yes, you are.
4: Now, listen. only when you show up. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Do
3: I have to separate you two bitches? No, it's or what, fine. I gonna, what do I gotta do? We're
4: fine. All right, good. we're fine.
3: All right, tell us all you don't know about All
4: you. right, all right
2: yeah.
0: let's <laughs> let's dive right into right. Uh, to Super Bowl Sunday, shall we? Sure. Now, um, uh, there's a couple of uh, a couple of things here. Okay, you got the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Hell of a game last night between the uh, the 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 Chiefs and uh, Bengals. And Bengals. Yep. San Francisco didn't bother to show up because there was there was no fifth string quarterback to play with. Crazy. Unbelievable. But you know, nevertheless, I I do think a case can be made that the two best teams
4: playing yesterday advanced. I think I think so. I mean, you know, for for whatever reason, um, people are you know down on uh, down on the Eagles. Let's let's start there. They're down they're, You know, they don't they don't get any respect. They were the Philadelphia all season long was the class of the NFL. You know, they lost a couple of games. You know, that's going to happen when you play a full NFL season. They, they've been the class of the league the whole year long. And I guess, you know, in some ways in the AFC, Kansas City's kind of kind of the same way. They're the Blue Bloods, right? And Patrick Mahomes, everybody mm-hmm. loves him. He's you know he's doing the State Farm commercials. So yeah, you you got the you got the matchup you wanted. Yeah, you know, they they both finish the season
0: off with a record of fourteen and three. Yeah, I mean they 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 both deserve to be there. The Eagles are are a two point favorite mm-hmm. going in, and ironically how this happens, I will never know. But uh, tomorrow. At 10 a.m. is the day that sports gambling becomes yeah. available in uh, the state of Massachusetts. So, I mean, swell timing, good timing, <laughs> good, good timing. But uh, I, yeah, you know, a two-point favorite in the Super Bowl, mm, man, you, I think you got to be
4: that's smart about this. That's a pick'em. It's to me that's a pickem. It's a pickem. Because just hey look, just figure f- 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 take your favorite team and and bet on it. That's there's no there's no like plus 6 minus 6 here. It it it's a pickem. You know, I I, I I dislike the Eagles. See, I dislike that's, their fans. that's what I'm talking about.
0: Why? I just never have liked I mean I've I've been an NFC guy forever. I'm, I'm an
4: NFC guy too. Never have liked the Philadelphia.
0: Yeah. And part of
4: it is because their fans are obnoxious. They and, are. They set and, stuff on fire. Win, lose, or draw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean,
0: I mean, New England sports fans are obnoxious, but we, I mean, but not like uh, that. Not like not, not like Philadelphia. This. They're they're uh, they're New England totally the Patriot,
4: Patriot fans are are kind of like big fat phonies. Yes. Eagle fans are just nasty, terrible, dis- low life, dis- low life scum. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah nah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's true though. It, it matches, and it matches the personality of the city. You know the the whole Liberty Bell, Benjamin Franklin thing. That's that all worn bro- off.
0: That brotherly love room so is nonsense. Ne- never connected with me. Absolutely, I never not. bought
4: that for a minute. It's all a bunch of nonsense. So just
0: it's that's for the tourists. Backs. I will say though that I have always been a big fan of Andy Reid. So yep. it, you know, seeing him back in the Super Bowl, I like that guy. He's a great, great coach. Hey,
4: hey, listen, he's a great coach, a terrible father, but a, well, re- but, a the- but a good, but a good coach. <laughs> Well, yeah. But yeah, but, well, Jer- but Jerry you Remy was a good broadcaster and you know, look what oh happened. Oh my there. god, that's even worse. So, hey, at least Andy Reid's... Ke- well, that's not true either. <laughs> I,
2: I <laughs> yeah, I can't
4: I can't even say that. But uh
0: but as far as uh, what you think. I mean, it, it, it's uh, again, 2. Point, uh two point difference, I, I again, think you can go either way on this.
4: I like the um listen, first of all, Patrick Mahomes played um uh all right, the um the roughing the passer call at the end of the game that, you know, kind of gave Kansas city the opportunity to, um, you know, to win it with that field goal. I know that that was probably the biggest controversy in the game, but you know what? It's like they, they call that play. So, and you know, was it kind of ticky tack? Sure. But you, but Kansas city is going to get that, get that play, uh, get that call. But um. But anyway, Patrick Mahomes, two touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean, he he plays he plays great every game. The guys, he's a stud, yeah. a thoroughbred. He's a he's a nice fella. There's no there. There's nothing bad you can say about Patrick Mahomes. So let me just get that on the table. But the Eagles are. I think the Eagles are the better team. I i, I, I just see them winning the game. I uh, I feel bad because I I. As much as I like Kansas City and
0: and Andy Reid and, and respect you know Mahomes, and you got the Andy Reid thing from from the Packers, right? Exactly, but you know, but Joe Burrow is going to be a Super Bowl champion at some point. At in his some career. point, the kid's fantastic, fantastic.
4: And but he got but he, you know, but he got out he got outplayed by Mahomes yesterday. Absolutely, just look at the numbers. Absolutely. But he's a cool-headed kid, and he's Joe Cool. He is Joe
0: Cool, and I think there is something about him that's going to be mm-hmm. great as his career goes on. Now, having said all that, the Patriots you know made a decision on bringing back uh, Bill O'Brien, mm-hmm. which I think is a good idea. I do too. Yeah, you are hearing all these stories about uh, about you know, Joe Judge
4: and about Matt Patricia and how uh, it was. Oh like my a god, squ- that was just what a. That's, uh, that story broke last week. We really haven't spoken about we, it. We haven't. What a mess. It sounds like Joe Judge, uh, and you didn't really hear about a
0: whole hell of a lot about him, not like you heard about Matt Patricia, but it sounds like Joe Judge was a kind of guy who was kind of asserting his authority in a way, uh, asserting authority that he did not really have with not only other players, but also with other coaches.
4: Yeah. And Matt Patricia... that's that's not his level of expertise it's not it's not and he was also being
0: paid by the Detroit Lions too and now that that's done you may
4: not see these guys around at all next year you know my big takeaway from what happened last week was um I guess um I guess Mac Jones irritated a lot of people in the organization with what was really um you know kind of a vanilla comment in the preseason where he was saying you know they were talking about how it was going to be offensive coordinator by you know by committee and he said I'm really looking for and again he's this is a freshman quarterback starting his sophomore season this past season and he said I'm look I'm looking forward to learning from the coaches and the and and they'll and they'll take some of the experiences that I've had and they'll learn too and i guess that that irritated a lot of people like n- not only as coaches but also up into the organization right. where you re- a second year quarterback does you don't say that you you just don't say that so but the whole thing was a mess Bax. and we and you know a lot of it we just really didn't know about until it came out last week yeah. so so the fact that they, they've hired a new offense coordinator you know, now everybody gets a clean slate and let's see what happens, uh, you know, in the coming season. But they've got to get Mac Jones some tools to work with, too.
0: Well, I think that's I think that's part of it. I think his frustration is, uh, y- you know, he does need better players around him. We've yeah. talked about that time and time again. Yeah. But also, you know, he needs to be coached by someone who really knows, knows how what to coach the, offense. What's and going on? I think Bill O'Brien's a great rehire. He is. I really no do. No doubt. I think, it's a, I think it's a great idea, and you've heard uh, the the discussion in the past that an offensive coordinator is probably the hardest coaching position to fill. Not everybody is at that level where they can do it. Not everybody is at the level where they do it well, and Mac Jones is the kind of guy who has certain skills but definitely needs to be put in a position to play well. Right.
4: He's not mature enough to handle it all by himself. He ain't he ain't Joe Burrow. He's not Joe Burrow, he's not Patrick Mahomes, but it, you know, and you know he's not um uh he, he's he's not that top flight NFL quarterback yet. But you know what? It's like Joe Burrow and and Patrick Mahomes are those guys are few and far between. It's yeah. really it's unfair to compare guys to two of the best quarterbacks in the league. You you can't do that. And Mac you, Jones and you can't may never you, be that player. And you
0: can't compare them because <clears throat> un, unlike, you know, Mahomes and Burrow, Mac Jones has not been surrounded by He has not. the players he needs yep. to succeed. Yep. That's just that's just a fact. Right.
3: All right, uh, on to the Bruins. Wait, what do you call a Philadelphia Eagle with a Super Bowl ring?
2: What? A thief. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. yes. Wow. That's
3: what I'm talking about. Yes. Right there in the
4: puss. From the sad but true file. it's So true. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, uh, yeah, let's talk about the Bruins. It's their th- first three game losing streak of the season. Right. It, are the are the are the skates no. are the blades coming off the skates no. or what?
4: No. No. Um listen, with all due respect, I said it before. NHL season is the longest exhibition season in, in professional sports. What happens now doesn't mean a, you know, a a, a damn thing. They um we're coming up on the All-Star break. This is their they're in the middle of a five a five game road trip. Um yesterday playing Carolina, second best team in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Bruins are they're they're tired. They're tired. They're tired. It it doesn't well, the game—the <clears throat> game they lost on Saturday night was a was completely a fluke. So no, it's it's no it's absolutely no time to panic. Do you want to lose three in a row? Of course not. It's it's just one of those things. Well, they got they got Toronto on Wednesday, yeah. and then it's the All Star break. Yeah. So yeah, you know. they finished up going into the All Star break. They had a five game road trip again against some of the uh, top teams in the league. They just want let them let them limp into the All Star break, reset. And then just work on the things you need to work on to to get a good seating in, in the postseason, and and go from there. There's you know, nothing's changed. No one's hurt. Everybody's healthy. No, it's I, just one of those things.
0: I understand that, but you understand that uh, as a New England sports fan, it is very easy to see a three-game losing streak and <laughs> it's say, "The end of the world." Well, that was nice while well, that lasted. Yeah, yeah. That's just uh, that's just what we do. It's mm-hmm. our own inferiority complex. True. That other sports fans around the country find to be very annoying not nearly annoying at the people in Philadelphia
4: but annoying nevertheless yep but you know what it's isn't it's it's nice that we have the luxury of sitting here and being upset and shocked at a three-game losing streak you could be a Phoenix coyote fan or a San Jose shark fan and you know this this is just what happens to you on a regular basis <laughs> still hey there's they're still they're, they still are the top team in the league they've got top flight personnel they're they're leading the league in points nothing to worry about all right. I guess it'll uh you fine. I guess it'll be okay. What You're else
0: fine. what else is there?
4: Um so um I guess what is it, Saturday night? Um LeBron James catching more heat from mm. from just about everybody. He got he absolutely got hacked at the end of the Celtic game and then he dropped to his knees and he cried like a little baby and then all of the LeBron <laughs> haters, you know, came came out of the woodwork again. Yeah. I don't get and and this you know, my um you know my uh group of friends fall into that category where they just can't wait to give lebron james crap and i and i don't i don't get it guys never 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 beaten his wife right uh never uh found with a gun uh you know doesn't you know not n- not avoiding child support right he he's uh he's He's well spoken on 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 political and social issues. What he's and he's arguably the one of, you know, one of the best players of all time. How do you hate on LeBron James? I, I don't get it. How? How? It's simple. Why? He's not a Boston Celtics player.
0: <laughs> but we don't feel that way about everybody else. No, we don't. But we but but the the but the best players
4: in the league that are not playing from Boston to hell with him i know it's i get it but but there's extra hate going on about lebron and i just i i don't understand it i the, don't get uh, it. that little uh little uh dust up the other night the uh the nba
0: referees unions like really feeling bad that they missed uh, they missed that call yeah bro uh celtics fans uh thought that game worked out just great of course it and uh be that as it may uh, no call, bad call, whatever. I thought the referees did a terrific job.
4: Well, you know what? They went, uh, they went, and and um and you know took a closer look at the entire game, and the the game was actually called um a better uh for the Lakers. I'm, I shouldn't say how. How, how do I uh, how do I say this properly? The Celtics got the shorter end of the deal on the calls throughout the whole game. Right. But it was the one time that a call went in the in the Celtic favor that it ends up being the big story. Right. But you have to understand, and I'm sure you know you've covered sports long enough that
0: if there is a player on the on the Lakers who exceeds uh you know everything, is a great a great whether it be Magic Johnson or Kareem or Kobe or anybody else, if they're playing for the Lakers, they're hated. They're hated because you know what? They're the Lakers, yeah, and they deserve it. And I that's, guess that's as a, as
4: a Celtics fan, that's just the way you got to be. But what I'm, but, but what I was alluding to is, you know, granted, if you're if you're a Celtic fan, you just hate everybody, whomever it is that you're playing, in particular the Lakers. The Lakers, but but the hate, but the uh, the vitriol against LeBron, it, this is, is a national phenomenon. Everybody hates him. Well I and think I it goes ju- I think I, it goes don't back, under, I don't understand. I think that goes back to the uh Jim Gray interview. Right? Where he No,
0: went on, no, I was I was gonna say I was gonna go back to that ESPN announcement that he was gonna leave the uh you know Cleveland. That's what I years. mean. The yeah. Jim Gray interview yeah, when that, he went right. on
4: television and
0: it was just the most you know self serving self serving, self congratulatory sure. ruse I've ever seen. Okay, true. What player What player
4: has ever done that?
0: Right. And, and has wasted valuable ESPN time when they could very well have been showing like a lumberjack competition or some or log some rolling log, log or some, roll. yeah. I mean that would have been much better than watching LeBron James mm. you know, drag his you know, drag it out for an hour Back. to say See, I'm Get leaving. over
4: it. Get over it. It hey, ju- it just grow, shows you what a giant get tool that it. guy is.
3: <laughs> what what does LeBron and his dad have in common? I don't know. They both leave when times get tough. Oh, 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 now we're talking
2: hitting a home
4: run at the end of the inning. That's it. (laughs) That's it right there. (laughs) Thank you, Steve. Uh, Back to live action. And by the way, what is uh, Michael Vick's
3: latest excuse? What? The bitch set me up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's be careful. Whoops. Let's be careful. On was that a dog. Oh, I was oh, talking about oh, the dogs. That, that, that oh, that
2: dog. Where'd the time go? Oh, about my the, goodness. oh, my
0: goodness. You're thinking
3: about those other football players <laughs> who did other things to other people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Scott, we'll see you next week. Okay, guys. All right. 7.32. We're back from Nagle on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagle.
3: Uh, thanks, Bax. Oh, you're welcome. I, uh, yeah, there was a shooting over at the, uh, the Holyoke Mall over the weekend, and they do have a suspect, uh, named now. They didn't have that previously. The suspect in a deadly shooting at the Holyoke Mall Saturday night has been identified as a 23-year-old Springfield resident. On Saturday at approximately 7 p.m., Holyoke police was receiving multiple emergency phone calls about an active shooter event at the Holyoke Mall. Uh, the phone calls revealed that the shooting was at the Touch of Beauty Hair and Nail Salon. The uh, Holyoke Police Department, the Mass State Police, and uniformed Law Enforcement Officers entered the salon and encountered the suspect who was identified as 23-year-old Kenneth Santana Rodriguez of Springfield. uh, Jim Lydon from the DA's office says the suspect, who was in possession of a gun, was taken into custody without incident. After the officers entered the salon, they discovered an injured man who died at the salon as a result of his injuries. It is believed that the man was attending to the suspect and his party when another person who was known to the suspect entered the salon. A confrontation then took place between the suspect and the individual, and it escalated quickly into a shooting, leading the victim to be shot. The identity of the victim will be released once proper family notification is made. Santana was uh, Santana Rodriguez was sent to Holyoke Police Department, was charged with murder and assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. He'll be arraigned today in Holyoke District Court.
0: You know, obviously, uh, this is one of those situations where it's a tragic situation. Um, and, uh, Anthony Galooney posted on the Hampton H- DA, uh, Facebook page, the guy's mugshot and, uh, you know, it's like the guy's got a real smug look in his face. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, it, it not having been there, uh, and, but, but knowing a couple of people who had been there, uh, you bring a situation like that into a public area that's loaded with people Mm -hmm. and you try to resolve some sort of dispute between you and another guy you know and you're shooting in a place like a mall you know to me there's there's this is worse of a crime than if you just did it in your own house you know an innocent bystander gets killed because you and somebody else decide to be a couple of idiots and start shooting at each other mm-hmm. in a mall. Just, yeah it, it's just it's just unfathomable what gets into the, the, the minds of idiots. And uh, this appears to be one of them. So we'll find out more probably today about what happened. And what the situation was. But, man, what a what a frightening situation that this was.
3: They uh, were interviewing people uh, who were in the mall. It got crazy, to be honest. The whole place got crazy. Everyone was running everywhere, one person recalled. The mall quickly went into their active shooter protocol with employees and patrons hiding in the back of the stores. Miranda Trombley of Northampton, who was shopping in a jewelry store with her kids when uh, people in the mall started reacting to the shooting, uh, she uh, spoke to 22 News on the phone while sheltering in place was at the store. Then all of a sudden, everyone started running towards the left side of the mall, yelling there was an active shooter, so people here, the workers, told us all to run to the back. Yeah, I was just trying to get my kids to some kind of safety uh, wherever, however fast I could. That's the scary part, too, yeah. the uncertainty of what's going on. You don't know that it was just a isolated incident between three people. You you don't have you know, any. You just see people running.
1: Well, and yeah, telling you to yeah, run yeah. to
3: the back of the store. <laughs>
0: yeah, you, you when you see people running, you know, in fear, any place you may not even have heard the gunshots.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you see people running in fear. What does that do to you? What, uh
3: I wonder if anybody in that chaos decided, hey, this is a good time to shoplift now.
0: I haven't heard anything like that, and I hope to I'm, God I'm that wondering, people are not, though,
3: uh, because you know there are people who take advantages uh, of a situation. Oh, I know that. Uh, hey, everybody's down that side of the mall. Yeah. Well, uh, nobody's here outside of the piercing pagoda. <laughs>
0: that would, that would not be the first place I would go. Or but- those
3: kiosks that sell the wall calendars for the year.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, everyone needs a calendar, but you know,
3: remember the one with the uh, the twelve Scotsmen on it? It was a twelve year wall calendar.
0: Uh, it, they were all in kilts. Yeah, all in kilts. Yeah, yeah. no, I remember yeah, that I one. Remember yeah, remember that one? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah.
3: I'm just saying, you grab one of those on your way out while you're running and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Corridors of the Holyoke Mall.
0: Listen, I'm sure you all want pictures of Harry Styles yeah. throughout the year, but you don't really need to have it uh, to the point where you're 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 just ripping it off
3: uh uh today students at glenbrook middle school in long meadow have a two-hour delay following a school threat from last week remember that school threat yeah. we were talking about superintendent marty o'shea posted good afternoon while this message is primarily for glenbrook staff and students i'm copying all long public school staff and families having consulted further with the long police over the weekend i am going to please confirm that glenbrook middle school will welcome back students on monday In cooperation with the LPD, the threat that has resulted in the cautionary closing of school on Friday has been thoroughly assessed and investigated. The administrative team and the Long Police are fully confident that school can open safely tomorrow. While the investigation is ongoing, it has turned up no evidence that an actual credible threat exists. Uh, The progress made on the investigation... I'm trying to find a part where he's mentioning Glenbrook. Oh, Glenbrook staff will arrive at their normally scheduled time, while students may only report uh, following a two-hour delay. There must knowing that the situation is potentially unsettling or disturbing for members of the community. They're just providing adequate time for people to settle back into the classroom. Okay, but it's just for that school. But
0: it's just going to once everybody's in, it's just going to operate like a normal everyday day at school. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, then then you probably don't need a two hour delay to make that happen. Probably
3: not. The uh, fan-favorite Railroad Hobby Show was held over the weekend at the Big E Fairgrounds. Train and railroad lovers had a momentous day in West Springfield on Sunday morning. The Railroad Hobby Show is America's largest railroad-themed trade show. John Sacredotti, the show's director, says in the last few years, this has become known as the Bucket List Show, so it's a must-see.
0: How many uh, hobby train shows are there around the country?
3: I guess there's not as many as you thought there was. If this is the one, well, my
0: interst- years ago, I remember we made fun of this. You're know, like, oh my god, can you imagine this? And then we
3: find out there's like tens of thousands of people that go. Yeah, to the to the trade show. This yeah. is for the miniature model ones. The other one that we were uh, making fun of was the grown men in the like the ones that uh the guy in silver spoons used to drive around the yeah house. like
0: like the like the they're <laughs> like less of like uh zoo trains yeah but more like you know household trains right yeah yeah N- nevertheless even those who are involved in model trains thousands of people are going to this
3: yeah yeah Hey, trains are, uh, people love trains, man. People love the choo-choo's. What's not to love about the choo-choo? Every year in Chester, they have the Chester on Track Parade. It's uh-huh. like whole thing that celebrates the town, and then they utilize the, uh, the old train, the st- historical train station there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, inside the train station is like train enthusiasts all selling their VHS or DVDs of them it's just their footage,
0: yeah, of trains of going trains by, going
3: by. Yeah, they call them the train buffs. That's what we used to call them when we used to work. When I used to work at the railroad, the train buffs. These, you know, all this security stuff after 9-11. eleven. They're like, be on the lookout for people, you know, near obviously shipping facilities and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's one thing. Yeah, but and then and you have know, all these, uh, these, uh, these, yeah. these lonely men and their uh, yeah. camcorders.
3: Not even taking careful. videos. They're taking pictures. They're taking still photos of the trains rolling by, like it, that's exciting to them. And then you you know you, you you go to investigate. You're like, oh, this guy's like a terrorist or something. And you, you walk know, up there, and he's like, he's not a terrorist.
0: I know you worked for the. Uh,
3: this is Ricky. He lives in his mom's <laughs> basement, and he likes to watch trains.
0: I know you you've you worked for the railroad. Yeah. Uh, for uh, for quite a while, and your family, yeah, like a railroad
3: family. Yeah, it's like a, I, I broke the chain. I got out of that business well I mean that's it, it was
0: time, yeah, but um have you ever taken like an extended train
3: ride anywhere <sighs> I don't think uh no, the longest train ride I took was like from here to New York City,
0: all right well that's I mean that's a good uh, yeah. thats that's a couple hours right right well, I mean, if you are interested in looking at the backyards and landfills of this great country, you know places where people like would dump tires and uh, you know paint graffiti and stuff mm-hmm. and driving on the train is a magical experience but uh that's really what train travel is all about yeah driving through some of the grossest parts of this country yeah uh, i'm trying to think like it, i can totally understand why someone would become obsessed i too would like to look at a pile of used tires in the back of a dumpster uh or uh, like a in someone's backyard or a city dump
3: Well, uh, you know, all along the southbound Odyssey, the train pulls out of Kankakee, uh, rolls along past houses, farms, and fields, Mm -hmm. passing trains that have no name, freight yards full of old black men, and the graveyards of the rusted automobile. And I would say, good morning, America. How are (laughs) you? Don't you know me? I'm your native son. I'm the train they call the city of New Orleans. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I'll be gone 500 miles when the day is done. Yes, you will. Another uh, Western Massachusetts celebrity right here. Arlo Guthrie. Arlo Guthrie. Yeah, how about that?
0: That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right.
3: You know, you're not a big fan of the Arlo, are you? I'm
0: not a, I'm not a huge fan of Arlo, but I'm not a, dis- I'm not a detractor either.
3: Don't you like uh, dealing card games with the old men in the club car? Or a penny a point? Ain't no one keeping score. You'll you pass, pass the paper bag that holds the bottle. You feel the wheels
0: rumbling neath the floor, and the sons of Pullman posters, uh, Pullman porters, and the sons of engineers ride their fathers' magic carpets made of steel.
3: Ooh, what an what a what an analogy
0: he made there! It's uh, poetic, it's what like, it is. Uh,
3: flying carpet would be the train. Right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, mothers with their babes asleep are rocking to the gentle beat, and the rhythm of the rails is all they feel. Good,
2: Good morning, America, how are you? Said, don't you know me? I'm your native son. I'm the mm. train to the city, city of New Orleans. Orleans. I've I'll I'll gone ever. 500 miles when the
3: day is done. It's uh, 47 in downtown <laughs> Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh,
0: yeah. Is your- Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 751 and Queen with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102.
3: It is uh going to be, I know I did the I, I said it was going to be 47 before. Or that it was 47. It's, wh- it's not. I, it's I, going up to 47 today. Yeah, I got uh, yeah, I got 32 right now. It's it's actually well, I have 30. So who's right? You yeah, I have weather.com. Where uh-huh. are you getting that from?
0: From my iPhone who you What's what's
3: their service
0: uh it's a weather channel oh it says 32 yeah
3: and by the way i have that thing that i was telling you i didn't have before so we can do that later I just
0: oh okay just great.
3: letting you know all right uh, uh perfect off-air off conversation come to light sometimes you know
0: uh <clears throat> coming up after eight o'clock we're gonna be talking to rich williams from the band kansas uh they got a uh a brand new tour which is uh starting up their 50th anniversary tour called another fork in the road there's a box set uh, called The Very Same Thing. It's a three-CD box. It's pretty cool looking. And uh, they're going to be coming through the Hanover Theater in Worcester on October 12th of of this year. So we'll be talking to Rich Williams just after 8 o'clock.
3: Sweet. Are you, uh, are you ready to hear this now? I am. Or are you ready to now hear this? Now,
2: yeah, yeah. now hear this with Beck's and Nagel on Rock
3: 102. Uh, you know... Uh, Oh, we were, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we played an Andy Griffith clip. Uh, it was from the Andy Griffith show. Yeah. And it was, uh, something happened. I don't even know what happened. Somebody had a misfiring of a gun, and then uh, I played the clip of Barney uh, showing somebody had to use a gun and also misfiring it. Right. Because he was he was kind of a klutz. But the, uh, the Andy Griffith show, I always thought that the theme song was just whistling. But did you know there were lyrics to that? I did not know that. Here's Andy Griffith himself actually singing
2: them. The song is called The Fishing Hole. Well, now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. What a great place to rest your bones and mighty fine for skipping stones. You feel fresh as a lemonade setting in the shade. Whether it's hot, whether it's cool, oh, what a spot, always in like a fool. I won't take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. I
3: can't think of a better way to pass the time of day. Wow, I didn't even know that. Uh, that that's some, uh I now know why they whistled. <laughs> It <laughs> was awful. What are, you, what are you talking about? it was Grabble, awful. A little, little homespun
0: that type of way, way of
3: doing it? Yeah, that was an awful song. And some some TV producer was like, you know what, just go with the whistling version of that. Okay, maybe the lyrics weren't the best with the fish
0: and hole and everything else. It's like, you know... If they're you know maybe talk about getting a haircut at Floyd the barbers or you know Aunt Bee's made a pie, I mean that would have been that would yeah, have been probably better. I guess so. Would have given
3: you more of a thought, an idea of what the show was all about. You know what I started watching and I never really gave it a chance was uh, the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Oh my god! On, it's on Amazon, now Classic. for free. Well, part of your hundred thirty nine dollar subscription for Amazon. <laughs>
0: yeah, but totally worth it. Yeah, I guess What did you, so. you think of the uh, Mary Tyler Moore show? I thought it was great. It's awesome. Yeah. One of the great shows of all time.
3: Pantsuit Lady. She pant wore suits, a lot lady. of pant suits. She Yes, she yeah.
0: did. You, 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 you do yourself a favor. When you get to the point where Chuckles yeah. the Clown dies, yeah. one of the all-time great episodes. All right. Fantastic episode. I Chuckles like, the Clown dies. I like Ted dies. Knight.
3: Yeah, Ted Knight's great. Yeah. Yeah. He had the bib on in the beginning. You know, he wore the bib halfway through the broadcast. Oh yeah, yeah great, yeah. great stuff. Uh, another clip here. This woman uh, asked for etch- extra ketchup on her burger, but when they put more than she expected, she became furious and slammed the burger on the counter, uh, gaining her the moniker "Ketchup Karen." <laughs> You're making fun of me because I'm on a diet. Yeah, yeah that's and it. I can't eat. I can eat extra ketchup, but I can't eat that much ketchup. I mean, it is it is my favorite vegetable. But come on, uh, I can only eat so much I'm, ketchup. I'm trying to see what this. Uh, uh, well, she's not a bad-looking lady in the video, but uh, but she's angry about the ketchup. But the employees are like, "Get the hell out of here! Like, just get away from us. <sighs> I don't know why you got to continue this to do this." What are you doing? Uh, Let's see. Uh, Some parents are upset at a Florida statewide mass book review going on in the public school system. This is leaving many classrooms and library shelves empty. Schools cannot carry books that contain pornography, subjects that deal with sexual orientation up to third grade, and the idea that someone is racist based on their inherent race. Here is uh, one parent talking about the situation. So it
2: actually blew my mind that we were living in a world where we were removing books from classrooms. They said that before school, all the teachers had to pack up their stuff. The librarian apparently tearfully announced that she no longer had a resource class to do, and she had to review all the books in the school. I don't know a single teacher who would come across an inappropriate book in their classroom and wouldn't remove it.
3: Well, I mean, usually when you come across a book in a classroom, you probably would want to take it out of there. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, no, that's that's true. But there are some, you know, there are some classics that uh, many people feel are no longer appropriate for the schools,
3: like Moby Dick.
0: Yes, because I believe it's about a venereal a, disease.
3: Moby, a big giant case of Moby. <laughs> Did you ever get the Moby? I never got the never? Moby. No, never yeah, got it. It's the one that keeps on giving. and uh finally a texas woman is is fed up with dozens of men coming to her door every year looking for prostitutes that don't live there (laughs) here is elaine white talking about the bizarre situation
0: how can a man go to a house in a
3: neighborhood thinking they're gonna get sex as many hookers and prostitutes are out there go get one leave me alone some sex website that nasty old men go and look for sex they pay Venmo for the services and then they get my address and they come here yes I have my Smith and Wesson 357 Magnum loaded four inch barrel next to
4: me and I answer the door with it
3: yeah I wouldn't mess with her authorities believe her address is being given out to people by a sex trafficking ring online and they've given the wrong address I think that what they're doing is just stealing the money from people.
2: Oh, there might
3: not even be a prostitution ring.
0: And, get Steve uh, Weissman on the hey, phone. Let's you, like, let's get to the bottom of uh, you know all these uh, horny old men looking for prostitutes are getting scammed.
3: Well, you know, I actually uh, the next time we have Steve Weissman on, I'm going to ask him about that whole. Remember that whole thing in Wilbraham last week where the kid was trying to set up the two people. That, yeah, right. You <laughs> know, like where where does your responsibility fall? Uh, Like if you're committing a crime Not to say that these people were committing crimes I'm just saying Sure, hypothetically yeah, Hypothetically, if you were committing a crime And you got scammed out of money You know <laughs> You're both gonna get it, right? Yeah, I you're suppose it, If you turn the other one in I wonder how often that happens <laughs> well, I got scammed well, what were you doing? Well, I was trying to buy sex from this old lady at yes. her house, and uh, I gave $500 for her address, and uh turns out she's not into it. And they stole my identity, too. How did that happen? <laughs> uh, its seven fifty nine, and that is Now Hear This with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock, 814 in Kansas with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
3: Well, that's weird.
0: It is ironic that uh, we would play Kansas and then... Immediately talk to the guitar player from the band.
3: From Kansas.
0: From Kansas. He's got a
3: hell of an eye patch. Do you think I can mention that to
0: him? You could, I guess. Uh, maybe you'll get around to it. Uh, Kansas is coming to uh, Worcester on October 12th at the Hanover Theater. Tickets are already on sale. They're celebrating their 50th anniversary tour, another Fork in the Road tour. There's also a box set that uh, that we're going to talk to uh, to Rich about. He's on the phone. us right now. Uh, from the band Kansas, it's guitar player Rich Williams Go on, Rich, how are you?
1: Good. How are you guys doing?
3: Uh, we're great. We're great. You've come a long way from those White Clover days. <laughs>
1: uh, that is true. Yeah. Although it's, sometimes it seems like yesterday, but uh, then again, it seems like a thousand years ago. Well, you
0: know, I was just thinking the other day. Uh, you know, you've been in this band since you were uh, 22 years old, 50 years ago. I don't think
1: uh, I can w- when the world, <laughs> when the world is flat. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think I can, I don't, can't think of anything I still enjoy or am capable of doing since I was 22 years old. <laughs> and, and here, you, and here you are a lifetime into this band. That's, that's pretty remarkable.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm as surprised as anybody, but you just keep taking the next step every day. And, kind of turn around and go wow this has been a long walk yeah and, you know here here you are
0: and 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 you're taking a real long walk starting in uh, in june you've got a you've got a long full tour that's uh that's kicking off in fact uh, tickets are, are on sale now you're you're busy from june through next year and in fact you're coming to the area of the hanover theater in worcester on october 12th that's a that's a big tour for a a, a, a bunch of older guys <laughs> I mean, it's a, but, I, I have but, to lie and, down just looking at the schedule.
1: Yeah, it is. When I look at it, it's like, wow. But, I mean, basically, most of the time what we do is I'll leave on a Thursday to the city we're playing on Friday, wake up in that town, play a show, drive to the next city the next day, play there. Sunday I come home and do that, you know, all the time. And so it's it's really it's not like riding around in a bus with a bunch of stinky old grumpy men, <laughs> and, and you're uh, and you're out there for two months and you go home for a week and you do that for two years. This is this is actually pretty easy. We've been doing it this way for over twenty years, and it's it's really not that exhausting. Except like when we go out to the West Coast, you have to stay there. You can It's too hard to make that trip back and forth. Yeah, So we'll be out there for a couple of weeks. But other than that, we stick to the weekend schedule. Yeah. It's just not that bad. Um right now it's like every day is just every day here is is like Tuesday. <laughs> and I'm ready to get back to work. Uh, just just sitting here staring out the window. I I'm too used to being on the road and yeah. I love doing it. It's and the we we've, we've decided to make it fun, so
0: And the and the pandemic kind of disrupted things for a while for you too like everybody else.
1: Yeah, I mean for for, at the beginning of it, so like in a couple of weeks, I'll have to figure it out. Well, next month, I'll have to figure it out. Well, we were off for 18 months. At that point, it's like my wife and I were saying, are we ever going to go back to work again? And so <laughs> in, in knowing that, we had a place. I'm, we're up in the North Carolina mountains now, uh, but we were living in, in Atlanta. And we just said, let's just sell everything and move to the mountains because we have no idea if this will ever go away. Right. And it's the best thing we ever did was to be up here in the peace and quiet, but it works best when we, we are here three, four days a week. And then on the road, (laughs) that's, you know, we're very accustomed to that schedule. Um, uh, You turn into a hermit if you're, I've been off for over a month now and, uh, (laughs) you know, I'm I live in my pajamas. There's nothing
3: wrong with that. Yeah, it, but it,
0: no, no 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 Rich. That is the most rock star comment I've ever heard in my life. I live in my
3: pajamas. No <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> one, one of the one of the articles I was reading about the upcoming tour, uh, from the New York this one's from the New York Post, it says As a cherry on top, the band promised they'll bust out a few deep cuts that they have been rarely been played live. Can you give us a little uh, insight of maybe which ones we might hear?
1: I can tell you that we are, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I do not want to do the reveal. Oh, do not, we were, we were going we to be a surprise. And meanwhile, someone leaked it a couple of days ago in an interview. And we have lit him on fire. Ooh, <laughs> so I'm not, I'm yeah, the next
3: one to you him. don't want to be the one to
1: no,
0: give it up. And I'm not going to be the one to piss off the guys from Kansas. This is uh, Rich Williams on on the phone. This, Yeah, you know, obviously you guys are doing it upright. You know, 50th anniversary tour, the uh, another fork in the road. But you're also releasing a, it's a three CD compilation. Tell us about uh, about what that's all about.
1: Well, what it is, it's uh, Inside Out, our record company they approached us with the project and we knew we wanted to do something for the fiftieth and they beat us to the punch, and they really wanted to do this. And they wanted to do it because they were fans of Kansas long before we were with that label. And they wanted to try to do this from a fan's perspective. Um, if it was left to just like Phil and I, we have we kind of made another greatest hits with a few more things on it. They wanted to go into some deeper cuts and tell the story of, from the beginning to where we are now, from a fan perspective. And so we let them carry the ball on that. And there was a few things. We, no, no, we don't want that in there. But there was, and we replaced those. And it was the same with the album cover. They had an idea, so they did a, a rough of it, and we made some suggestions and changes. But for the most part, we we let the company carry the ball on that. And they did a fantastic job. It's a beautiful uh uh, box set.
0: Yeah. I mean, the, uh, the, the CDs, every, everything I've seen but on the Kansas, uh, everything I've seen on the Kansas website looks ter- you know, looks terrific. I mean, the cover is cool. I mean, it, it, it it's, it, they did a real nice job putting this together.
1: And the, the, the one, a question that's getting all the time, is this going to be on vinyl? Yes. <laughs> that's where our favorite thing is just that large thing you can hold and look at, see the artwork mm-hmm. and read all the liner notes and things. But vinyl, uh, Vinyl is such a hard thing to come by. We are on the waiting list, and it, who knows? It might be three, six months before they can get to our order. Uh, it's just vinyl is very pokey now. There's yeah. very few people that do it.
0: So, so fans so should important. be paid. So fans it's, need to be patient.
1: Yes, if you want vinyl, uh, a lot of people done is they've just done the download, and they're going to wait for the vinyl. You know, do it any way you want. Uh, That's fine. I I just can't wait to see the thing in in its full size, the way it was intended to be. But these are the times. Yeah.
0: We know we don't have you for for much longer. And, and again, the the, uh, the tour is coming through uh, Worcester, the Hanover Theater, on October 12th. The tickets are on sale now. Uh, Another fork in the road is the name of the tour and the box set. Rich Williams from
3: Kansas, it's great to talk to you. Best of luck.
1: Oh, thank you so much, guys.
3: Yeah, thank you so much for coming on today.
0: We appreciate it. Rich Williams with Bax and uh, Nagel on Rock 102. <laughs> 831 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Taxland, Boston Road in Springfield or Cottage Street in East Hampton or at tax li- taxlandonline.com. There's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
3: Thanks, Bax. The suspect in a deadly shooting at the Holyoke Mall Saturday night has been identified as a 23-year-old Springfield resident. On Saturday at approximately 7 p.m., the Holyoke Police Department was receiving multiple emergency phone calls about an active shooter event at the mall. Uh, The phone calls revealed that the shooting was at the Touch of Beauty Hair and Nail Salon. The uh, Holyoke Police Department, the Mass State Police, and Uniformed Law Enforcement officers entered the salon and encountered the suspect, who was identified as 23-year-old Kenneth Santana Rodriguez of Springfield. Jim Lydon from the DA's office says the suspect, who was in possession of a gun, was taken into custody without incident. After the officers entered the salon, they discovered an injured man who died at the the scene as a result of his injuries. It is believed that the man was attending to the suspect and his party when another person, who was known to the suspect, entered the salon. A confrontation then took place between the suspect and the individual, and it escalated quickly into a shooting, leading the victim to be shot. The identity of the victim will be released once proper family notification is made. Santana Rodriguez was sent to the Holyoke Police Department and was charged with murder. An assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. He will be arraigned later this morning in Holyoke District Court. Uh, that was a pretty scary scene for a lot of people over the weekend. Uh, yeah, watching it was. my Facebook feed Saturday night, and I see these people uh, saying they're they're locked in storage rooms of of stores, and uh, there's some video being shown, and it well, was it, uh, just a mess.
0: It, it, it's it's totally a mess, and you know, the, an innocent bystander was killed. I mean, you know, to me, that's just. You know, you're going to the mall, you're looking to buy something or just hang out or, you know, whatever you're doing, and the next thing you know, this happens to you. It, it's just, it's so tragic that you have morons out there looking to settle their scores in public like this where people could get killed. Innocent people could get killed. Ridiculous.
3: The uh, Mass- Massachusetts Parole Board has unanimously voted that a man sentenced for killing five members of a Springfield family is suitable for parole. In 1985, Clarence Carter was a 17-year-old Springfield resident. According to the information found in the parole board decision on December 2nd of 1985, Carter broke into and set fire to the home of his former girlfriend, 16-year-old Renee Renee McCoy, after she broke up with him. McCoy and four of her family members were killed. He was charged with five counts of second-degree murder and one count each of burglary and larceny uh, or arson. Carter... uh, pleaded guilty to five counts of second-degree murder in the deaths of uh, Renee McCoy, Cassandra McCoy, Joseph uh, Blanks, Gerald McCoy, and Barbara McCoy. He was sentenced to five concurrent life sentences with the possibility of parole. He has been denied parole four times from 2001, 06, 2011, and 2016. He postponed his review hearing in 2021. He went before the review uh, on September 20th of 2022. The board made the decision to approve parole on January 12th after considering his age at the time of the crime and lack of criminal record, as well as be his behavior while incarcerated. All right. <clears throat> uh, well, I mean, we talk about bails and paroles and all this other stuff, and, uh, you know, obviously, if you're a, a, your family member perished in, the, in this attack, right? you're obviously not going to ever want to see this guy To see the light of day ever again But I watched a really interesting documentary About putting people away for the rest of their lives When at the time they're like You know, 15, 16 This kid's 17 years old at the time back in 1985 Right It's like How do we proceed with that? Do you you put some kid in jail for the rest of his life? I mean, you think about when you were 17 years old yeah. And all the hijinks you got yourself into. Obviously you didn't get into something like this, but you know, where is the how do you make the decision who to send away for life and who well, not to? Th- this is
0: the this is a question that people have been asking themselves for, for generations. You know, what do you what do you do with somebody who has committed a crime um of that magnitude at such a, a young age if you just put them in a detention center until the age of 18 Mm -hmm. then you know then you could make the argument that there are very little consequences for that kind of action right on the other hand you wouldn't want to put a 15 year old kid inside an adult prison so uh you know it it's a tough thing to answer but i think at the at the end of the day consequences need to be met out because how is any kid going to learn that his behavior is dangerous and inappropriate unless consequences are at hand i mean otherwise you're basically taking a young mind and telling them oh yeah well we're going to punish you but only for a little time to- only for a little bit and it won't be that bad when you got out of 18 to be like a-, a brand new slate does a kid really learn from that uh, the way they need to learn from that, I, I don't know. know. That's you know, they, I don't know how do you answer that. That's like it's an impossible question.
3: Uh, two Munson residents have been arrested for their involvement in methamphetamine distribution. Police executed a search warrant at the couple's home on Wednesday, January twenty fifth, and seized mes- methamphetamine. Three firearms, a replica firearm, and multiple rounds of ammunition. All to be won here on The Price is Right. 38-year-old Lori Lincoln, come on down. Along with 36-year-old Michael Samick. Both charged with multiple duty of crimes, including conspiracy to violate drug law and intent to distribute methamphetamine. Lincoln was held without the right of the bail. Samick's gender bail is to $25,000. All to be won here on the Showcase Showdown. I do that pretty good, don't I? You With do. Johnny. You do. Yeah. Was it Johnny? Wasn't it Johnny? Was the uh, uh, original guy? Well, Bob Barker. Yeah, but uh, the announcer. Oh, the yeah, announcer. I forgot the... Uh, I think it was Johnny. Could have been a Johnny. All right. You know, uh, an interesting uh, thing over the weekend about this story, the uh, Western Mass News ran this twice. The screenshot of the evidence that they got from this meth methamphetamine arrest yeah both times two separate times the story ran right methamphetamine methan they spelled it wrong yeah let's see uh, how you're supposed to spell it methamphetamine it's it's m e t h a m p e t a m i n e that's the right way to spell it okay this is m e t H a n t h e t a m i n e, which is wrong. Methamphetamine.
0: You know, uh, back in the uh, in my youth when I was working at a television station, mm-hmm. um, there would be a person specifically designed for this job of entering these graphics. Yeah, uh, you know, into a computer, and a producer or a reporter would give them the graphics that they and they would you know set it all up and everything and and uh you know you always hoped that the person giving you this stuff would give you the right spelling Mm -hmm. now obviously uh today uh it's streamlined and either the producer creates it or the reporter creates it or yeah what have you and uh i don't know if there's like another person to intercede when there's a spelling error but when Things are spelled wrong on television, local television. Mm-hmm. They hear about it. They hear about it quick, so it's very unlikely you'll see the same mistake happen well, twice.
3: Well, this ran Saturday morning and Saturday night, so nobody caught it until until maybe, later. Until well, it's fixed now.
0: Yeah, well, there you go. But it took some time. Somebody complained about it.
3: Well, uh, you know, otherwise some, it would still be wrong. Uh, the the boss got his uh, weekend report. Hey, uh, by the way, we spelled methamphetamine wrong twice. Well, fix that.
0: (sighs) Could we not spell, misspell things in the future? Ah. Can we try not to do that? Because it looks really stupid when we do.
3: Uh, We're nearing the end of January, okay? Which means we're on the brink of the month with the worst holiday of the year if you're single. Also, Groundhog most, Day? N- no, Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. Uh, or President's Day.
0: Well, there's usually a President's Day sale somewhere. Yeah. There's rarely a Groundhog Day sale.
3: There are more than 127 million single people 18 years and older living in America. That's about 40% of the population, right? Yes. But some cities have more single people than others. And if you're willing to pack your bags for love, here's where to go, okay? Yep. According to the US census data, the cities with the most singles are Richmond, Virginia, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Newark, New Jersey, Cincinnati, Atlanta, Baton Rouge, St. Louis, Minneapolis, and Detroit.
0: Springfield doesn't make that list.
3: Yeah, that's the most singles. The city with the most single men, are Minneapolis.
0: Minneapolis,
3: Minneapolis, Atlanta, Newark, Pittsburgh, Madison, Wisconsin, Richmond, Cincinnati, St. Louis, Buffalo, and there are some lonely cowboys in Reno, Nevada. By the way, a lot of a lot of guys there. Nobody uh, nobody cold and lonely here in the Western Mass. No, guess not. Places with the most single women: Buffalo, Buffalo. Yeah,
0: really. Mm-hmm. Two girls for every boy.
3: Two girls for every boy. Bye.
0: Richmond, Pittsburgh. We Cincinnati. should never ever do that again. Why?
2: Because <laughs> we were way off
3: key. Remember, some guy lady got mad at me years ago because remember, remember there was like this uh, big uptick in shark attacks. Yeah, the one summer. Yeah, when it was actually just the normal amount of shark attacks. We were just like just reporting on more of them, reporting on more of them, and uh, it was Surf City, Maryland, where the kid got like bitten. Yeah, and uh, I said during the newscast. Two bites for every boy because he got bitten twice, and then some lady called up and complained about that, saying how insensitive I was for saying that about the boy who got—he's alive, by the way—and he and he can walk. Well, remember, he didn't. There was nothing. You know, yeah. he just got attacked uh, yeah, by a yeah. shark. Listen,
0: remember the the guy that wrote the uh, the angry letter to the uh,
3: Hampshire Daily Gazette from that guy, yeah, complaining about Mark from West Springfield, and not only complains about Mark from West Springfield. But repeats the joke in full, the very joke that offended him, which I won't even repeat. You can look that up online. Yeah, but it's a funny joke. It's a really funny joke. Funny stuff. I don't know. Uh, If more seasoned divorcees, if seasoned divorcees are more your speed. You ready? Yeah. Here's your list. Spokane, Washington, Mm -hmm. Jacksonville, Florida, Reno, Albuquerque, and Orlando. So if you want some seasoned divorcees as uh-huh. opposed to single like just single people without children or never been married, right, yeah, right you go
0: to those cities again, nothing here in western Massachusetts
3: no, everybody's happy here in Western Massachusetts.
0: Have you seen people in Western Massachusetts?
3: I said everybody's happy.
0: I don't think they're all that happy. well, these are pretty miserable people around
3: these parts well we don't we don't have the uh, selection like Buffalo does. <laughs> <laughs> it's not don't know why don't why, why why you know why they why they got it going on you know the way they make it sound was like oh the most single women are in buffalo okay there might be a reason for that too because <laughs> yeah. that group of people's got to settle somewhere well listen i mean uh, you know all those lost super bowl uh, attempts back in the 90s mm-hmm. uh, you know it's a it's a pretty uh, pretty rough city what do the women there that what, what do they look like See, that's what you got to really. Right. There could be an abundance of women that are single anywhere, but why are they single? <laughs> Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be he's mostly sunny with a high of 47. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 34. It's 31 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. What can you do with 300 bucks?
0: And Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
3: It is going to be uh, somewhat sunny today with a high of 47. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 34. It is uh, 31 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: I told you we were supposed to be uh, talking to Laura Korn.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Laura Korn, the author of 101 Nights of Great Sex. Yeah. She is, uh, this is a sad part about uh, Laura here she's going into retirement. she's uh, apparently sold enough copies of the book, millions and millions and millions of copies over the last 20, some odd years, mm-hmm. that she has decided that she is going to uh, retire and stop having sex. What? Well I don't know about that part. I'm just yeah. assuming. I just but she's retiring. This is like her last radio tour. Ah. And uh, you know, I've been talking to Laura for like 30 years. Yeah, met her like twice. Nice lady. But has made millions of dollars talking about sex.
3: Mm-hmm. Now she's at the age where uh, sex is like clapping two erasers together. No, no, it's not. No. The dust with- just flying everywhere. <laughs> I don't think so. No, don't with think lo- so? Nope.
0: She researches very hard. She, uh, yeah, she definitely know. knows her subject, and uh, we'll be talking to her, I believe, tomorrow.
3: Yeah, but th- I mean, we we'll won't have to ask her. I mean, there's like a you reach a limit with what you can do at certain points like is you know is that how the book evolves uh, uh we're no. going to be doing this from a sitting position now
0: <laughs> i'm going to ask her that yeah right, right right we're uh sometimes the uh the best thing you can do in the bedroom is figure out how to open up the <laughs> you open up the lipitor uh, prescription just to make sure that your that your uh oh, yeah. cholesterol's yeah, going through that's right uh, speaking of, uh, of great things, uh, menopause, the musical is coming to symphony hall, February 12th, uh, for a matinee, uh, presentation of the show. You can, uh, buy tickets at, uh, at symphony hall's box office or online, or you could win a pair of tickets right now. 10th caller at 293-1021 gets to go see menopause, the musical at symphony hall on February 12th. Good luck to you.
3: Menopause, the musical.
0: There you go. I'm all about it. It's uh, about the big change set to toe-tapping ditties. I love toe-tapping ditties. I know you do. Yeah, I I do. That's why I said it. It's uh, just about 8.55 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. Is that